welcome back i love that little intro it's it's a little different i'm not gonna rock it too many times and make it boring for you but i'm here again and there's several thoughts in my mind about life about things in human nature that i love and study so much that i've experienced firsthand and i wanted to speak about baggage baggage the many aspects of our baggage you know baggage is like an unhealed wound because if you don't take care of getting rid of your baggage it's something that's going to bother you pain you for the rest of your life it's going to follow you and don't think you could ignore it it doesn't work that way you have to deal with your baggage because like I've always said in past episodes and creations and offerings here online baggage is like carrying around all the garbage that you've ever made in your life in hefty bags in garbage bags those heavy duty garbage bags for those who don't know and imagine doing that Imagine from, from childhood something that happened to you and it was never dealt with and never healed. But this is a bag you have to carry. It affects your subconscious mind, your conscious mind. Sometimes we push it away and play pretend to be someone else that we're not. But it riddles your mind in a way where it cripples you and you can't become the person you're supposed to become as a fully developed version of yourself and that's sad because that's like taping up a bird's wings and throwing him off the roof he's not able to flap his wings and fly naturally so when you are in denial of your trauma of your baggage you're actually handicapping yourself and then we present ourselves to new people, to new co-workers, to new relationships, platonic and romantic. And we can't spread our wings as wide as we can. So we're reduced and all those around us are not getting the fullest version of ourselves as they deserve if they have healed themselves and taken care of their baggage. So, for the most part, when we deal with that next person and say they're in the same situation of carrying so much baggage, it doesn't have a chance. Because what would you say the percentage is when we are limited because of our past unhealed traumas? Out of 100% of who you are or who you should be at this particular point with your natural development and growth, which has been hindered, are you 19%? Are you 6% of who you're supposed to be? Are you 90%? I don't know. That's up for you to tell. And that's up for you to speak to yourself about. And I think really and truly... Social media has given us so many ways to escape who we are supposed to be. Many of us have given up on maybe trimming down, 
get, getting a little healthier on the, at the gym so we can get on Photoshop now and share pictures of us greatly reduced because we can slim our waistlines down without having to do any of the work. We can send our representative all over the world because now they'll never get a chance to know the real us because they're so far away or we don't let them in. So we work hard on the imagery. We work so hard on the projection of who we want others to see that the real us, who we are at the core with our unhealed traumas, we're becoming stagnant. And there has to be a sense of insecurity to even do that. But then you're choking yourself off to be a worse or reduced version of yourself because you, you're not working on yourself now. You're working on your profile picture. You're working on the responses that are righteous that you would give to the world because you want them to think that you're a righteous person. You're not dealing with the struggles that you have on the inside. You're not dealing with the addictions that you have on the inside. You're not dealing with the knee-jerk reactions that come from the trauma and the traumatic experiences that you've experienced younger. We leave that for someone else to clean up. But it's going to come out. You can't expect to hide this forever. You can't. It doesn't work that way. Imagine those garbage bags that you carry. Some carry two. Some carry 25. Some have a line that is so long you can't even see the end of it over the horizon. Imagine that. And you know you're carrying this stuff. And you know you're about to dump all of this trash and baggage into someone else's world. Yes, granted, they probably have their own. And that's not an excuse because they've got to deal with their own also. But you have to make sure that your slate is clean. Not just for a potential relationship, but also for yourself. You can navigate freely in the world now without these idiosyncrasies. You're free to be yourself. And when you are yourself, you have to understand once you've taken care of your insecurities and traumas and weaknesses to make yourself strong where you were once weak. That's a very intimidating thing to others as you grow. There are some people who are in a space right now, sadly, that... They're going to be in that same space the day they die. You weren't put here to stay in the same space. You were put here to grow. They're dead already. There's some people from the moment they wake up. They just get on Facebook, YouTube, and all they do is immerse themselves in the lives of others. Yes, if you're going to create, if you're going to share something that can make somebody better, fine. But find some balance to your life. From the moment they wake up, they're sending pictures and videos to other people until the moment they close their eyes. What have you done today? What have you done today to clean up your trauma, to clean up that thing inside of you that needs to be healed? That little boy or little girl inside of you that needs to be hugged. Just because we have the bodies of adults and just because we can do the things that adults do doesn't mean that we're not hurting as a child, that inner child. I know you've heard that term before. 
That's so real. Most often as adults, grown adults, even senior citizens, will react to something that's around them as that inner child that is hurt, that has never been dealt with. We need to dig deeper. We need to see more into ourselves. It's not a matter of being selfish, but only you can clean your house because you know the little corners where the dirt is. Only you can deal. But we refuse to. You can't get a maid or hire a maid to clean up the work that you won't acknowledge. It's not that easy. But we go on and on and on like a rusty pipe that is becoming more and more clogged from the inside to the point where water can't pass through. Or how we become clogged in our circulatory system to the point where we have a heart attack, where blood won't flow through anymore. We're doing it to ourselves. And then we realize how short life can be. It can be intense, but you get to a point in your life where you see your own mortality. Some see it at 20 years old. That's very seldom. Many see it by the time they're 40. Many by the time they're 40 have received that phone call from someone that they, a uh, family member or friends, hearing about another family member or friends, right? And it hits you. And you say to yourself, the last time I saw them, this is not in every case, but the last time I saw them, they were just laughing and healthy and we were making plans to go shopping in two weeks. How could this happen? What do you mean, how could this happen? You didn't give yourself life. The creator gave us that breath of life and he can take it away. Whatever you call that one who gave us life, there's no one here who made themselves and created themselves. We're at the mercy of that. So I'm not going to argue about that origin. What I'm going to tell you is that we need to clean up that trauma and that baggage that we carry. Because it's not fair to the ones we love. If we truly love the people that are around us, whoever they may be, we owe it to them to give us the best version of ourselves, not the toxic version of ourselves. Because that baggage that you carry will be quite evident. It'll be evident to those around you when you cannot even speak to your own family because you're so caught up in the toxicity that you have that you can't even see it. You'll make excuses for it. You're choking yourself off because if you can do it that way, you're known for doing this in many other ways. How sad is that? The demons inside of us, whether you think it's a demon that looks like something off of a science fiction movie or just something that looks like us because oftentimes we're the biggest demon in our life we're the biggest hindrance in our life we get in our way we yearn for success we yearn for progress but we get in our own way because we refuse to take blame for what we didn't do inside that nobody else can do for us baggage you love baggage huh you love blaming people for things that happened to you 20 and 30 and 40 years ago. They could be dead and gone, transitioned, and you still hold this space in your heart for something that will never get resolved until you make peace from within with yourself. Isn't that something? I don't understand it. I just hope that I can get to a point of cleansing myself enough before, before I leave and transition. Because there's always residue. 
And guess what? There's always an energy around you trying to dump their baggage on you. It's unacceptable. That's the other thing I want to speak about. Stop trying to heal other people when you're not healed first. If it's a child, yes. Your child or any child that you choose to pour your, your energy into. Somebody who's ailing, somebody who's elderly, whatever that's near and dear. I'm not saying to be totally selfish, but there are people out here who really, really, really look for people to dump on. They don't care about you. You're there in their life as far as they're concerned to dump on that you have to serve me I call you up whenever I want and I just rattle off my problems rattle off my challenges and you're supposed to sit there like a subservient sponge and soak it all up until I feel better I know people like that I look down at the phone unless they're truly needy and truly sincere and have a giving loving heart in this life, whether they gave me that love or gave me their heart in this life, if they're that way as a person, I will give my all to them. But if you're just a selfish, self-centered, I'm only coming around when I need something. It's not just a matter of when you need money. It's a matter of some of these people who are not trying to do anything in their life, but they come around just to dump on you. You have become their personally designated trash can. And they're going to dump on you. And you have to be one of those garbage bags that holds their trauma for them. Hold this for me while I go out into the world and feel lighter because I dumped on you. I don't care about you feeling lighter or you uh, extracting some of your trauma and healing it. It's all about me. How many all about me people that you have, do you have in your life? Think of it that way. We're all energy. We're all energy beings. But many of us are deficient in the energy that we have. And instead of being 100% or maybe 50%, 25, 13, 2%, we're so negative in our energy that we've become a person who lives in a negative. So you have a person who's negative 75 and you're 100% vibrating now because you've cleared yourself of all past trauma, which it's hard to get to 100%. But let's just use that as an example. This negative 75% person comes around you to spend time constantly and something doesn't feel right. They smile. They say all the right things. But within their heart, they're negative 75 and it fluctuates. It doesn't stay one number all the time because even a negative 75 person can improve themselves and make themselves better. But they hang around you constantly. And when you leave them and they leave you, say you went for a dinner date or you hung out. Let's say this is a platonic friendship. Well, whatever the pairing is, male, female, male, male, you know, female, female, no sex, no whatever, whatever your lifestyle. You're just friends. That's so you think. And when you leave them, they're negative 75 and you find yourself to be 25. Do the math. 75 out of 100 is 25. This is an emotional level. This is a psychological level. This is a spiritual level. Yes, it could be financial also, but most of the time it's not. So you leave the affair drained, lackadaisical. You don't feel like yourself. You don't know where this is coming from. It's coming from the company that you keep. It's coming from that person who is negative 75. But check this out. That person, since you don't have 75 out of your 100 from the prior time, they're at zero now. 
they're not negative anymore, but they're neutral. They're not positive, nor are they negative. But they go hang around somebody else as zero. And they hang around someone else who is 100%. And they drain whatever they can drain out of this person, whatever the 100% gives. If I give you 50% of my energy and you're zero, guess what? You're 50 now and they're 50. So you're gaining, but you're not bringing anything to anybody. You're not self-generating the positivity that you can. We don't have to take from anybody on a spiritual and emotional and a mental level to gain. We can become a self-generator for positivity while we heal ourselves because that's an energy thing. And it takes energy to heal yourself. This is why people who are not healed and in pain they get angry when they see somebody who is progressive. They get angry when they see somebody who knows where they want to go in life, who are pursuing it actively and not just sitting down and talking it. Because, see, talking it, it's, it's cool to you. But when other people see that there is a doer every single day building his legacy, people look to you and say, hey, you've been talking. Or maybe you have been pursuing it a little bit, but you're not as good as him. You're not as good as her. Boy, she is so determined. Every single day she's plying her craft and doing it. There's not a damn thing you can stop with that person. You can't stop them. So they become a thorn in your side and a reminder of what you're not doing for you. Not that you have to do the same exact thing for them or, or as them, right? They're not paying you no mind. They're just doing their thing. This is when you know you have a sick heart and a sick mind. Nobody drives or shouldn't drive looking sideways constantly. That's a recipe for disaster. And that means that eventually you're going to wrap yourself around the pole or run into the back of someone or run into someone, if not drive on the sidewalk and mow down a bunch of people. We have to really look within ourselves. They say we come here on this earth as a clean slate. There are people who would argue with that. They'll say, well, you're an old soul. You've been here before. Well, I'm not going to knock that. But whichever way we come to this level, this plane, this is the cleanest that will ever be as far as our hearts. And as we go through life, through our personalized walks, the things that happen to us, it molds us. It guides us sometimes in good places, sometimes in bad places. But the bottom line is that we are the sum total of all of our experiences. So when you see a smiling face, you don't know if it's a true smile, a joyous smile, or it could be a grimace of pain. When people tell you so quick that they're okay, are they hiding some pain on the inside? Or are they really okay? And is okay acceptable in this wonderful life where there's so many things to pursue more than we can in our lifetime? No matter how much we do every day, we can never conquer every single area of expertise. And to me, that's wonderful because that shows me that as we age chronologically, that we should be doing more and more and immersing ourselves in so many good things. But because of that baggage, it stops us. I have known people. Long and short times. You get around them. And I said this before in one of the other videos. All they can do is loop their story about the pain they've gone through, about their experiences. And they inadvertently come up with excuses why they're not doing anything now. They will sit there 
and hang their head and mumble back in 1979 this is what happened to me and back in 1987 those people irked me yes I don't mind hearing a backstory, but after a time with all of that that you've gone through what are your plans for the future what are you doing now? Even if you don't do anything right now, what are you doing to heal yourself? You know, I can't expect a car, a vehicle. Let's just pick or say a race car, right? I can't expect it to be sitting in a garage for two years and you pull it out and you put it on the racetrack and expect it to win the race. It doesn't work that way, right? You got to tune it up. Now, I don't know much about cars. I do have uh, one friend in particular who could tell you everything about this, right? But I'm not equipped with that knowledge. But I do know you have to tune that vehicle up. You have to take it apart, put it back together again, damn near, for a race? A high-powered race? Everything has to be working at its optimal. And then you can add certain things to it to make it go beyond. But you just can't take that same old car that has been neglected and has trauma and baggage of its own. The tires are flat. You didn't fill it up. The engine is locked up. It hasn't been started in two years. So there's serious work that you have to do before you put it on that racetrack. Now, I'm not saying relationships are a race, but it can be trying if you're not proper from within. How are you going to bring something so traumatized you're carrying bags of drama behind you that are unseen, but they will definitely soon be felt into a relationship. That's why today most relationships do not work. You'll find yourself in a relationship with many voids. You'll find yourself in a relationship and very lonely. You'll find yourself in a relationship and unfulfilled well, number one, you're not supposed to expect someone to bring you happiness if you're not capable of even generating it for yourself. That's an example of bringing your trauma and your bags of, of unhealed wounds, expecting this person is just going to be like a <laughs> like like an open arm. Whatever to just forget what they're doing. And just deal with you. No, you're supposed to bring your own happiness. I know what I like to do. I like to draw. I like to talk. Well, that's obvious. I've been talking a whole lot my whole life. I like to ride my bike. I like to ride my unicycle. I like to have free time to pursue the things that make me happy in a day. Many of us don't have that. Many of us need to arrange our days this way. Instead of being uh, one who observes and one who is just merely a spectator. Why are we a spectator on somebody else's life when we can have the potential to make our life so wonderful and so exciting that we are so caught up in being a spectator in our own world and the producer, you see? So I know for a fact that I'm the one who is in the stadium performing, no matter what it may be. I'm not a singer. I can't do that. I don't want to pursue that, right? But I'm one of those gladiators in the middle of the stadium that's waging battle or playing sports or entertaining for the betterment of those around me. Many of us don't want to do that. You don't have to. But at least make your world happy so that when you come home from the stadium, when you come home from the theater, when you come home from the house of worship, you have enough 
happiness on the inside to self-generate. And you have to keep feeding the fires. As I've said many times before, how are you going to enjoy a fireplace if you don't feed it with something for the fire to burn on? So you got to feed your body. You got to feed your mind. You got to feed your soul. You got to feed every part of you. How many times have you had such a busy day that you may have gotten up early in the morning to have something to eat? And then the day goes on. You say, ah, let me get this next task done. I'm going to tune up my vehicle. Let's drop the car off by the mechanic. And then we're going to go to the mall. We have some shopping to do, but then we have to go to a certain part of the mall to pay certain bills. Right? You're in the mall. There's a food court, but you don't eat yet. You have to run out because you have an emergency phone call. You have to help somebody. It's not a life or death situation, but you got to go and help somebody. You look around, it's nine o'clock at night. <laughs> it's time to pick up the car at the mechanic, but the mechanic is closed. So you got to get it tomorrow. But you didn't do anything for yourself that day. And you didn't even eat. So now you're drained. You're dizzy. You're hungry. You don't want to cook when you get home. You want to just drive to a fast food joint or a healthy fast food joint, whatever your choice is. And even though you have that meal inside of you, you still feel the drain of being hungry all day and running around all day. You got to take care of your own happiness. I bring happiness to many people because I keep my my cup running, running over so I can always pour into someone else. And there are times when my cup is empty and other people so graciously pour into me. And it's my, resp my responsibility to pour into other people. It's a cycle. You can't keep all the happiness to yourself. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. When you try to do it that way, it becomes agonizing because what kind of heart do you have when you want to keep it like that? But when you're self-contained and can generate your own happiness and your own thoughts and, you know, you're happy with the balance that you have in life and trauma and, and toxicities will accumulate. You have to change your filters. It's not like you become happy and then that's it. Happy people have challenges too. understand that. So whatever you're going through, know that happiness is a state of mind and it's something that you have to earn and something that you have to do to rearrange many facets of your life to be able to get there, to recycle the happiness that you have and to catch new happiness, right? Live a very efficient life. See who that person is that's negative 75 and taking from you. Delete them when they don't try to generate their own happiness or when they bring you gossip about somebody else. And you have to ask yourself, what is this information going to do for me to make me better? So those people are the negative people because they're bringing you nothing new to say, hey, you know what I discovered today? You know what I learned today? I learned something new today and I want to share it with you. I found out of a money-making opportunity that's really good and it's not anything reckless. Let me share this with you. Or I heard a story that ended up, ended up being positive. Let me share it with you. Maybe it will help you in your walk no matter where you find yourself in the scale of negativity and positivity. Why not that? I don't want to know who's screwing who. I don't want to know who's not talking to who or who said what about who. That is going to get you nowhere. That, no matter what or how much money you have, is not going to bring you happiness. It is not. It's a fact. Because let me tell you, the older you get on a chronological level and you are balanced, you are okay with that age. 
You're not looking back and thinking about so-called regrets or things that you could have done because you're going to look today and say, okay, that's the past. I could have done this, but I cannot bring that time back. Let me get my mind unplugged from that and plugged into the present to create the future. Even the present is something that constantly moves. When I started this video, that was the present at that time. Now, minutes later, this is the present. So what are you presenting to yourself with every passing second so that when you accumulate all this goodness as you should focused in to reject all of the negativity, you'll have a wonderful future because you'll say to yourself, wow, in the past, I kept my filters clean. In the past, I dealt with all my trauma. In the past, I dealt with the little boy or the little girl that was hurting and gave them hugs and reassured them that I'll never leave them and I'll always protect them. We have to tell ourselves that instead of looking to other people who have their already known schemes of how they're going to extract something from us. They're going to extract status from us because you're famous or known in something. They're going to extract money out of you. They're going to extract sex out of you. You know, when you're, when you're moving around in a low vibrational way, we think and judge the world by the state of our own mind when we're positive and good. Oh, no, they would never do that to us. Oh, no, they would never say that about us. How foolish can we be when they're indulging in low vibrational activities anyway? It's just a matter of time before they hate on you it's just a matter of time before they gossip on you because that's in their dna and they can't change some people just can't change and some people just won't change this is why we have prisons there's some people who make mistakes and bad judgments there's some people who make emotional decisions you come home and you see your spouse laying in the bed with somebody and you kill them i can understand that right there's some people who don't want to change, who don't want to work, who don't want to get better, then keep them locked up from society that wants to do better. We don't know exactly what's in a per person's heart. We have the gift of discernment. And even that can go so far when we are drained with the challenges of life. It may not be vibrating at 100%. I don't know. I don't know where you stand. But there's so much work to do on ourselves. You see, we work hard to get the brand new car. We work hard to get that big mansion or nice home. We work hard to get our bodies in shape. But that doesn't give us or the world any indication as to who we are as a person on the inside. And you shouldn't be fooled by those things. But it's okay if you want to have a nice vehicle and a nice home. But it means nothing if the inside is rotten. It means nothing if what you're doing externally does not match up with the internal. Let me have the internal peace first. And anything I accrue in this brief life will be satisfactory. As long as I have a pair of shoes and a roof over my head and something to eat, I'm good. I'm not trying to compete with anybody because you know what? Most often... Those people that you try to compete with on a materialistic, carnal, worldly level can't sleep at night. And if I can, I have such a better life than them. That's my word and that's what I've learned. That's why I don't lust after the things of the world because you don't know what people are going through in their mind. I'm at peace. i tell you one thing. Like they say, again in boxing, you have the right and you must protect yourself at all times. And the peace that I have... Lots of times with the negativity in the world, they want to snatch your peace when they can feel that you are peaceful inside and producing 
and moving through this life like a hot knife through butter. It's a beautiful thing, but it requires you to look within and deal with that cluttered garage that you didn't want to deal with, with that room that's dusty that you always kept closed. Open the windows and sweep and dust. You may cough a little bit because you're not going to like what, you, what you're inhaling. But the bottom line at the end of the day, you'll be a clean vessel and you'll be able to vibrate with life. And you'll be able to stretch out your wings and fly high as opposed to that bird who had tape wrapped around its wings. You don't want to do that because you can live, but it doesn't mean, or you can, you can be alive, but it doesn't mean you're living. You can live to a thousand years, but if you're miserable and you're envious and, and you're hateful and you want to control everything, you're already dead. You didn't leave a mark. The bottom line is take care of yourself and know that you deserve to have the right to be happy. And that should be your first and foremost thing to do. There will always be takers, but the takers will never ask you truly how you're doing and what can I do to make you happy? What can I do to help you in your uh, goals and in your aspirations? They don't do that. They just take, 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 take. Get rid of the takers. Get rid of the baggage. Get rid of the trauma. Deal with the inner child. And believe you me, you'll be a lot better off. Even, even if you stand alone. Even if you feel a little lonely. It's okay. It's best to feel a little lonely and a little bored because that's a cleansing. That's cleansing. Well, especially when you're bored. You should not be bored. But if you are, it's going to have you find new things to do. And fulfill yourself in different ways. There's so many things to do in this world. Don't let the past Block you off from that. And don't let negative people do the same thing to Lance Gerv out. Much love to you all. On to the next one. I'd love to hear your comments. And shoot me some ideas of what you would like to talk about. The deepest stuff. I challenge everybody who's listening to this. That there's not a subject that I will not address or not talk about. Because as I clean my house. I can see through the windows and see things even clearer. I may not know everything. But I'm offering myself as a servant to my people. That we can vibe this way. And I truly love it. Lance Curve out. Peace.